Media Studios. We are your hosts, Blake Nelson and Bradley Newberry. And live from B dubs, it is Matthew Two Tone Blue Parker. Hey, they're buy one, get one, so they could not be tastier. So hey, salt and vinegar, they're good. Absolutely. I know he's there watching some college basketball. We're gonna be talking about that today, Newberry. Yep. We're gonna talk about some free agent news, free agency news, that is. We're gonna talk a little WBC. Kind of touch on golf, how it's been going, and uh, we'll have much, much more. But, guys, before we get started, go ahead down below, hit that like and subscribe button there on YouTube for us. Give us a follow on the Rumble on Rumble. Check us out on all, all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. You can also catch all the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. Newberry, let's get it started. Let's go. Our main topic of the day, NFL free agents and the movement that's been happening. We're going to start with my brother's favorite team. The Las Vegas Raiders, Parker, they have signed their quarterback. And it's the all-fitter under Jimmy G. Yeah, it's Jimmy G. I was having a conversation with him about this yesterday. Jimmy G and Carr in that same bucket, right? Like, if, if we're having that conversation skill-wise, they're in that same arena. The reason that this is an upgrade for the Raiders is because they get the same quarterback at half the price, right? So that is the reason for this to be an upgrade. As far as talent on the field, I don't know that it's an upgrade. So salary cap-wise, it's an upgrade. So we talked about it. Blake and I talked about it as it was happening. And uh, – who was it? Less than 24 hours, maybe 24 hours afterwards, they trade away tight end Darren Waller. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. Uh, I don't believe that the running back agreed with that move either. He's like, what the hell? No. Oh, Twitter. So. Uh, Twitter post. Yeah. I don't know what the Raiders are doing. Like some things they do signify a rebuild and some things they do signify they're all in for it. Like, Hey guys, we're, we're, we're getting rid of Derek Carr. We're going to go out and look for the next quarterback. They signed Jimmy G. They, they get rid of a top four tight end in the league. They brought in Devonte Adams. Like, I, I don't really understand what this team is doing. The, the problem with getting rid of Darren Waller, I understand he's 31 years old. I understand he's a lot of money. I understand he's hurt. I don't give a crap. He is a good player. The Raiders are worse today than they were yesterday because of this move. They are in the AFC West. This is an arms race, man. You need every single thing you can get. And by trading away Waller, it is a major detriment to them in my eyes. I mean, you look at it. I mean, that's that, they're trading away arguably their biggest weapon. Well, right? we got Adams. I know. I mean, when you and look at Adams, but back. I mean – I mean, seriously though. I mean, would you trade away Travis Kelsey from the from the Kansas City Chiefs? No. I mean, I I don't know that he's quite in the same breath, but he's pretty damn close. If he's not, he's a good solid player, like Parker's saying. I don't understand this move, but then again, look who we're talking about. We're talking about the Raiders. Uh, yeah, and, and they make another head scratcher. At least to me, I don't get it. I'd still rather have Waller. They signed three years, thirty-three million dollars wide receiver Jacoby Myers. Yeah, I mean, he was the best wide receiver free agent in in the, the that was available this year. So kudos to them. But this is again to my thing of I don't understand what they're doing. Like no. you trade That's away an asset in Waller, and they're like, oh, well, let's go sign this guy. And then you you know I, they're, they're, 
they're either they're not signifying a rebuild and they're not signifying a go for it type of moment. I, I just don't really understand the direction of their thinking. I mean, but what else is new? I mean, that's kind of par for the course, though, right? I mean, we've kind of been wondering for a few few years at least what what is the real direction here with these guys, but. Uh, I got but Bradley, you mentioned, they, and they franchise tag their running back, right? So think if they yeah. keep Waller. Think of the weapons they've got. Jimmy G is a good player, but he's healthy. You got Jimmy G at quarterback. You'd have Adams, and Waller, and Jacobs, and Jacoby Meyer, and and and, and now, and now it's totally different. Uh, I, I mean, it's a head scratcher. Brad called it, you know, called it a head scratcher. <laughs> that, that's that's about the best description you can you can give it there. Yeah. So they've been busy. What I feel like is going the wrong way. Um, what do you guys think about the fish and what the Dolphins have been doing? They poached a player from the Titans and linebacker David Long. Man, I got to tell you, that hurt me. I thought he was going to stay. I, I mean, everybody that we I really keep and I think he might have been actually worth what he got in there. Um, I don't see why we got rid of him, but uh, obviously there's probably a bigger picture here that I'm not seeing. But Parker, I mean, that was our coverage linebacker there, and he was a good one. He was for like the six games he was on the field. That's very true. That, that's the issue. Like, I think that they're finally signifying we're getting rid of these injured guys and we're moving on. But as far as the fish, man, going out and trading for Jalen Ramsey, like, guys, I, I think it is the, probably the best move in all of free agency right now. Like, this is how much I'm in on this because he's only 28 years old. He is – people are talking about him slipping a little bit. I don't think that's true. I, I, he's got the prototypical body for to being a man cover coverage guy, but he's not. He's a zone coverage guy. He might be one of the best zone cover corners we've ever seen. And guess what team runs more zone coverage than any team in the NFL? That is the Miami Dolphins. So it, it's just an absolute perfect, perfect fit. I know personally that he is incredibly happy to have a short plane ride home instead of flying back from L.A. all the time. Yep. So, yeah. so I just think it's a – I think, man, this is, this is the team – this is the new Rams. This is the Stars and Scrubs team. This is the go for it team. And as long as Tua holds up, this team's got a really good shot. That was literally the question I was going to ask you. Is this this year's Rams? Uh, I mean, and Brad put out the, the short earlier this week about Tua. I mean, do we think he's going to hold up? I mean, I kind of am of the opinion that the first tap he takes to the head, he might have a concussion again. And that's not that's no joke. I'm like not trying to make light of it. This I, is serious. I really do hope, like for his sake, that he's healthy. He stays healthy. Um, I like to see as competitive of a league as we can see, even though it's not my team. But, I mean, I'm not cheering for anyone to be that injured. Right. To lose their livelihood. Mm -hmm. Uh, no way. I'm cheering for two. Uh, yeah. Stay Hill. Absolutely. Well, you know, and they went out for a reason and signed one of the most expensive backups in the league. They just signed Mike White for a two-year $18 billion deal. And my question is this. All right, conspiracy theory time. Let's say uh -huh. they come out and the Dolphins are fantastic. Let's say they're 7-1 and and Tua goes down with an injury. Mike White's great, but he's not leaving you probably to a Super Bowl. Let's say Tua's down. Do they pick up the phone? 
and call old Tom Tom and say, hey, buddy. We got oh, it. We're no. here. We're ready. Come on, baby. Come home. Come home. I bet he's still got a house down there in South Florida. No, he's been looking at schools down there. I know it. I mean, golly. Can we not get away from Tom Brady? Or can he not get away from football? Oh, look at the drink. Yes, sir. Yep. See, see the Tom Brady talk. Every time we talk Tom Brady, you got to take a drink. <laughs> oh, God. He he would be a sloppy drunk at this point. <laughs> Jeez. So, uh, let's see. What else? What else? What else? We had some. We had some big men moving. Oh God, yeah. We had um, Jacksonville Jaguar offensive lineman Jawan Taylor going to the Kansas City Chiefs, and that was because the Kansas City Chiefs were not going to re-sign Orlando Brown Jr. He ends up with the Bengals. Yeah, uh, and I mean, if there's another team out there that <laughs> needs some good offensive linemen, I would say that the Bengals need one. But they tried last um, year. That we made a whole podcast around it. It's just mix and match, and Parkville's a bunch of mush. It took them a few weeks. We were calling them the Bungles, but they finally kind of brought it together midseason. Hey, at least they're trying, right? Like, they brought they brought this guy in, and, and I don't think he is the answer big time, but, like, I'm kind of meh on it. What I thought was really smart was the big headline was he had the most uh, like signing bonus for an offensive lineman of all time, which is so smart. So this huge contract, like half of it, like it's, it's guaranteed this year. And it's genius because you know who they got to pay next year? Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. So it's smart yeah. to get all the money on the books this year. So well, I think the players, he's good. He's, you know, he's fine. Um, I just think how they did the contract was – Really smart. A lot of of crazy math going on for sure here in this offseason. We'll see. I I know that there was another team in the AFC that was a lot of rumors flying around about Orlando Brown potentially coming to them. I'm kind of glad it didn't happen. They were never going to spend that much money. Uh, You would hope not. I mean, we've seen some crazy stuff in the past. But, hey, you want to talk about the Titans? What what have they done here in the early session of free agency? They picked up some big men. Right? Tell me more. Let's see, Parker, they picked up Dillard, right? I only know about one of them because he was a Jack. uh, Oh, I can't wait to talk about that one. But, yes, they did. They picked up Dillard out. They did pick up Dillard from uh, Philly, and this is a really mm-hmm. smart pick. This guy used to be a first-round pick. Guys, let me just tell you what this signifies, because there's a lot of people out there saying the Titans aren't doing a lot. No, this is wrong. You're looking at this from the wrong way. You need to look at this from an old Oakland A's, look at me with the baseball reference, perspective of Moneyball, because the Titans famously a few years ago were just – Nothing. You all know I love analytics, and they were nothing with it. it. Had nothing to do with analytics. Sean Robinson came in. They hired one guy to be an analytics department. We were the last team in the league to do that. And now with Brand, man, they might be the most analytic heavy team in the league. Like they brought in assistant general managers. They brought in all these things to bring in analytic guys. And all their moves so far, that is what they are. That, and I, I can tell you why with RT on that too. But they. So as a Titans person, you should be ecstatic about the way that these things are moving. And by the way, guys, I'm just going to go ahead and say the Titans officially announced um, that Bud Dupree is being released. I'm just going to say it was three weeks ago on this pod that we said that would be announced officially in three weeks. 
Oh, you, you better, you better, you better keep your name out of our mouths. That's all I'm saying. Come on, you might not have a paycheck coming up very soon if our names get uttered. If you want to make some money, you listen to Parker. Parker's props. He's been making money all day there at B Dubs. Bourbon, baby. We've been trying to say it for two years for any of those ladies and gentlemen out there that'll listen. Yep. And this guy will make you some money. Let's make some money. That's what we be saying. But, but we can touch on Arden Key, let's man. Talk about I, it. I've got a little bit of information about Arden Key. He was um towards the end of the year, dare I say he was a key to the pass rush, hey, which didn't have much pass rush down there. Unfortunately, the Jacksonville Jaguars had to kind of mix and match it with uh, blitzes. Uh, they're not getting enough out of Josh Allen. They did not get enough out of the rookie. Um, Roy Roberts and Harris came on at the same time that Arden Key was. Um, I saw this gentleman a lot on third down, kind of that race car package, Parker. What are the analytics and stats you have? I think he finished with four and a half sacks last year. He, he did. And what, as you mentioned, Harris, they just signed him to a massive yeah. three-year deal. But yeah. so the analytics behind this is, and I said this last year in some of our po- podcasts, I believe Arden Key was the best pass rusher on that team last year. And I'm shocked that they let him go get away. It was one of my – targets that I would call have been the best signings in this free agency. And the reason for that is you don't look at sacks. So many people say, oh, this guy's four sacks, got 20 sacks. Man, it's like trying to predict touchdowns. You don't, you don't, it, 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 unless you're incredibly elite, the JJ watch the world, you look at pressure rates. Do y'all have me? Yep. Oh, yeah. oh yeah, we got you. I'm sorry, my head, my head said it somewhere. You don't, you look at pressure rate and Arden Key, of people over 200 snaps on defense last year. Arden Key was in the top 15 of pressure rate in the entire league. I was shocked that Jacksonville didn't use it more last year. So I'm just saying, this is one of the things looking towards analytics. They're looking at, hey, this guy didn't have a huge number of sacks, but he created havoc, which is more important than anything. And, you know, if you luck into a sack, great. If you push into somebody else, great. So, hey, bring on the guy that brings pressure. I'm, I'm ecstatic about it. Let's just assume that the right thing happens and Big Jeff comes back. Tell tell the people what this defensive line has because I think it stacks right up there in the top three in the league. Yeah, if we get some people back from injury, right? You know, uh, that's what's going to be really important is Landry. Man, like, Tart, did, right? Is Tier Tart back? Well, they did the what they do the ten they tendered. Tier Tart, right? So they, what is he getting? Four point three, or he can be offered something, and the Titans can can counter offer or whatever. I, I don't know how all that works. All, all those usually stay on the team, so I'm right. just assuming he's back. Um, if not, you get a compensation. I don't know what his was if they put a second or third round on him, but you'd get back a pretty high draft pick. Yeah, you got Tart Landry coming back. Uh, Big Jeff, I believe, will be back. You've got Art Key. You've got, I mean, there are. They've signed linebackers. I think it's uh, it's promising, honestly. Uh, I know I really do, I do know it's it's a buzz on Twitter of Titans not making a big splash, but man, I, the big spl- like, we made a big splash with Dupree, and what did that get? Must I mean they made <laughs> they made a big splash with Julio? Yeah, well I mean, yep. I mean, the Javion Clowney. 
Yeah. Yeah. Let's, you know, I th- I'm hoping we're done with 40 year old uh, NFL players trying to resurrect their career in Nashville, Tennessee. <laughs> so, well, that's the Titans. Let's see. We haven't even touched on running backs yet. And I think uh, one of the biggest news items that have come out is this gentleman right here that we're going to show on the oh, Zeke. He's got he's got nothing to eat anymore. Nope, he ain't got his cereal. He ain't eating right no cereal. But I read an article today that the Dallas Cowboys may be trying to bring him back. Oh no, man! I, I look. Tony Pollard is the better freaking running back. Is it a great one to punch? Heck yeah, it is. But how long can you go? I saw you sneak that in there. How long can you go, though, uh, with having a you know, fairly injury-prone uh, Ezekiel Elliott? You know, I mean, he's kind of reaching that point in his career as a running back. You know, do you hold on to him or do you – Deal him away and try to get a cheaper running back in the draft. No, you don't resign him. There, there is a there is one incredibly obvious team that Zeke needs to go to. One, it's just so obvious. There's a team out there. Say it. I want to. There's the same one I've got on my list. There is a team out there that is one of the worst in short yardage out there. They're horrible in third and one, third and two, third and three. Well, let me say that they're horrible when they run the ball in those situations because they usually pass it because they're so bad at running it. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs. Nope. Not and, the team and, and Zeke, if anything, he is. Remember the Eddie George of old and late in his career? Like, yeah, he wasn't going to break off one for 60, but you damn well knew he was going to get you one, two, or three every single time when he needed to get it. And that's what he is at this point. Dude, he's young. He's only 27. It feels like Zeke's 90 at this point. But he's yeah. not that He's not that old. In my mind, the Chiefs go absolutely perfect. But Bradley, I'm sure there's another one. I've got three teams. Okay. And, and no particular okay. order. So the first one that I have written down is only because Miles Sanders signed with the Carolina Panthers. Yep. Hey, Little storyline. NFL loves the stories. Let's keep Zeke in the NFC East and the Philadelphia Eagles. Mm. That'd be a controversial thing, I'd say. The the see, I almost said that one, and you could be right. I'll, I'll just tell you my reasoning on why I did. It's because they have their short yardage play. Their short yardage play is to get behind Jalen and shove yep. him to four yards. Push hurts. Because <laughs> I, I yeah. literally was writing down one or two yards right there. That, that's the only reason why I crossed it off. But it, I mean, it makes sense. All right. So what about number two? They're spending money because they have to. They got to spend up to the cap. The Chicago Bears. Could Zeke go back up north? He played college ball at Ohio State. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, I'm kind of looking at Chicago, and you know they're they're making some moves. I guess right. They have to. They got to yeah. spend up. They they got to make some big big moves. Um, but I, I mean, is this going to be a team that's going to go worst to first? Do we really think that that's going to be the case? No. <laughs> Excuse me. Emphatic. The, no, so emphatic. The, the, the answer is no. So if he wants to win a championship, he goes to the Chiefs. If he wants the money, this is where he goes because this is the team that's going to offer him the most. They just lost David Montgomery. 
what he he doesn't give a crap, right? Like, just give me the, the team. And honestly, he'll look better in this team because of Justin Fields. With when you have a running quarterback, the running back automatically does better. So this one makes perfect sense. I can see it. If he cares about the cash, this is where this is probably a likely outcome. And then the third one. If he just loves the state of Texas so much, oh god, he can go don't do this to him. No, don't do it. Said for Damian Pierce and the Houston Texans. I don't think that Zeke Elliott is going anywhere to be a backup for him. Well, if he stays in Dallas, he's a backup. That was arguable in, in, in the Big D. I mean, uh, a lot of people really love Zeke in Dallas. So, I mean, uh, it's those are my three. Like they, I mean, Chicago and the Texans. They obviously like signing old washed-up players. I mean, just look at Bobby Dreams. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, where did Jamal Williams go? Did he go to New Orleans? Nola. <laughs> I don't even know where. Running back Jamal Williams. Is that a little photo right? Let's see. Here he is. The New Orleans Saints sign running back Jamal Williams. You down there with Jameis. <laughs> yes, Jameis. Jameis. Hey, hey, let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and talk about yes, this. Yes, he did. Andy Dalton's gone. Jameis said that he believes that he is a championship yes. starter. Yes, and he, but he loves New Orleans so much that he's going to stay there and be the backup for Derek Carr. I'm going to beat Derek Carr. <laughs> I mean, he is a champion, like right? He did it in college. Uh, I don't know that he is in the NFL, but I guess I'd rather him say that than I'm a loser and I suck. <laughs> but hey, hey, Jamal, uh, Jamal Williams might get an awful lot of playing time this year because a lot of people are forgetting already about our starting running back down there. May not be playing this year. I know I forgot about it. <laughs> I yeah. forgot about all that trouble. Yeah. He did a podcast on we that. Did, we did when it all happened. I think he put a video in there that got the government. Yeah, well, I, I'm pretty. There. I'm pretty sure YouTube didn't like our video. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure they they blocked us there for a minute. I mean, I can first. I want to see Jameis Winston stand up in that lunchroom table and say, "I'm gonna Derek Carr right now." <laughs> And take over that quarterback position. <laughs> oh my gosh! Dean W's baby. Only in the Only in the I don't. Know. I don't really have anything else that stands. Actually, you know what? Just I mean, one moment before we move on. Uh oh. Out of the darkness. The dark. Oh my God! Into the light. Oh no! The why, Pat McAfee show. Why, why do you do this to Parker? Why do you do this? He's got alcohol. I'm having a good day. The Pat McAfee show is at center stage. Over three hundred thousand live viewers at noon yesterday. Wait, what? What did Aaron Rodgers say? Oh my gosh! What didn't he say? He said, "I just wanted Green Bay to love me." He said that he might very well be the greatest player in Green Bay Packer history. Forget it all. Not it, Reggie White. It's me. Not Brett Favre. It's me. I mean, not, forget all those guys. It's me. I just, I just want them to love me, Parker. It's the peyote smoking <laughs> hippie. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, guys, I didn't watch it. I could, you know, they had three hundred thousand views, but 
there weren't 300,001 because I wasn't doing it. Couldn't do this. <laughs> and, but, but, but I saw some of the quotes come out and that whole thing where he was like, oh, I was 90. And I went in my darkness retreat. I was 90% going to retire. That is the biggest load of crap that I have ever heard. Again, since day one, I've been saying this. I'm just marking on my brackets. I'm so pissed about it. <laughs> there are 60 million reasons why that you're going to come back. And the whole thing of, I wish Green Bay would have told me earlier that they didn't want me. Dude, I knew they didn't want you. If I knew sitting here at Nashville, Tennessee, in a B-dubs, for God's sake, I know that you know that they didn't want you. I just am so over the situation. Like, I, why do they want you know, you know who you know who, you know who he is? He is, y'all watch the movie Elf. He is Miles Finch. When they are like, when they're, they're sitting around, they're like, they're like my crack squad, my goons. Who do you want? What do you want to do? You want to call in Miles Finch? And Miles Finch is like, yeah, I'll come in. I need to be paid in tens and twenties. It needs to be seventy-two degrees. I need, I need this perfect water. And it just all goes to hell. This is what's going to happen. Aaron Rodgers is Miles Finch. I'm done. I'm over. <laughs> we'll get a picture of Miles. Baby. Oh my gosh! Wow, the Jets. He's got, he's the got, short is going to be amazing. The clip for that right there. Yep. Clip that oh, right there. God, he clip said that. He said I, I got. People are, uh, people are looking at me. No intentions <laughs> to play for anyone other than the New York Jets. Oh, and he gave them their man. He gave them a laundry list. list. Yeah. yeah, and it's like, dude. He is uh, once again holding everybody hostage, and you know it's the Aaron Rodgers show this off season. And quite honestly, I mean, at some point, everybody's just going to get kind of like Parker and just get disinterested and even participating. Yeah. I think that's all I got with football. Yeah, I think you're about to give Parker a heart attack if you bring up one more thing about Aaron. I didn't think I'd, I didn't think I'd be referencing Miles Finch today. Yeah, I mean that was the last thing on my mind whenever we logged on here to do this podcast. Miles Sanders, yes, Miles. Finch. I would love to have had something teed up though, but my God, that was classic. All right, all where right. are we going now? We're going to go to our two-minute take segment where we go around the world of professional sports. Two minutes on the, the jank clock. We'll get this worked out better. <laughs> yeah, it'll be better for season three, guys. Don't worry. We're working. All right. So for today, on behalf of Parker at B-Dubs, let's talk about NCAA hoops. What have you experienced today? What are some of the teams that might make the Sweet 16 that we're not thinking about? I mean, after you sit here and watch it today, I mean, like, you've got Furman. But if we're talking about Sweet 16 – I sit here look at it, and there are a lot of teams that couldn't make this. I mean, everybody hates Tennessee. It could happen. You know, there are so many upsets in this. I, I'm just really excited, guys. Like, I know by the time it comes out, there are things I want to say about tonight that people should look at. But instead, looking towards tomorrow, look at dude, look at Drake over Miami. Like, that is one of my favorite bets tomorrow. Uh, look at Creighton tomorrow, minus five and a half. Look at Kate, Kennesaw State, plus 12 and a half. But – Man, there's going to be somebody, and that's what's so fun about this tournament. Is I, I texted texted some friends earlier, and was like, "Hey, I, I don't know who's going to lose today, but somebody's going to lose. It's going to be a blast." And the very first two games ended with buzzer beater, and it's just like one of my favorite four day stretches. It is amazing. It's what I love about college basketball. Is it's it's what I like about college athletics. Actually, still is just. These kids are out there playing their, their asses off, quite yeah, frankly. Are. 
and uh, they are unapologetic about their effort. They, you know, they don't care who's watching them. They just want to be a part of the big moment, and every single second matters to them out there. I love seeing it. I know y'all do too. Uh, lots of bets, lots of money exchanging hands here. I'm sure. Um, let's see here. Let's see if I can uh, pull it up here. Let's just pull it up here on Twitter here, Parker. As you pull it up right uh, now, yeah, Furman. What's yeah, that? the firm. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. I was saying, as you pull that up, I was going to feel this. Arizona, like a prohibited number two team, is playing against Princeton. It's up by three points, and it's about to be halftime. All right. Oh, good Lord. Which is just incredible. Yeah. All right. Let's see here. We're going to do, we're going to show you the Furman, uh, the Furman uh, last shot here. I'm assuming this is that's what this is. This could be a total flop here, but we'll oh, see. Oh, this is, this is it. All right, here we go. We're going to – 2.4 on the clock. 2.4 seconds left here. Furman. Furman is It looks up. like it's Virginia. What's going on? Did I get it wrong here? We'll see. We'll see what happens. This might be the wrong clip, guys. Oh, no. This is – no, yeah, this is the last one. No, no. All right. So that is – That was Virginia's shot. shot. Yeah, that, that was the last shot. So, anyways, <laughs> Furman won, apparently. We'll find uh, it. Let's, let's see. Let's continue scrolling here on Twitter. I would have thought that, that would have been the first thing. Yeah, why would they not show the uh... – um, Okay, here, wait. Yeah, there here it is. Yeah, there you go. Seven sixty-five 65 with 12 seconds. Come on, buffering. Look at this trapped He throws oh, it. Intercepted. Steph Curry. Oh, why? Oh, my goodness. He tried to, was he trying to play keep away and just throw the ball? Man, dude, they even had a timeout. Why didn't he call a timeout? What is that? Why do you do that? Oh, no. Oh, my goodness. Oh. Man, it went nuts in here when that happened. Like, everybody in here you would have thought was from Furman, where the hell Furman is. They're going to be questioning that guy point shaving. What was that? I mean, seriously, that that right there was just – I mean, hey, I'm saying it's all going back to coaching. You got to know what to do in that situation. Coach can't can't be there to tell you at all times. So, you got to – There is a reason that coach – yeah, he won the NCAA tournament, but the year before he won the NCAA tournament, he was the only coach in the history of college basketball to lose to a 16 seed of the Wednesday. Ooh, that's not what you want to be known as. <laughs> My upset alert for tomorrow is Providence over the Kentucky Wildcats. All they got to do is take a look at some Vandy tape. Vandy owns the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, uh, I, I am. I am really rooting against anybody that plays against. John Calipari as a Memphis alumni, I am obligated to do so. <laughs> Bradley, I am with you on Providence to win a couple of games. And hey, like I'm with you on, on whoever wins this Memphis FAU game to knock it off for you. Yep. Got to do it. We're switching up now to somewhat Major League Baseball, but we're going to talk about the World Baseball Classic. Yep. And uh, there are a couple of new stories here. We're going to start with the all everything, the superstar yep. from Japan, Shohei Otani. And if you've got this clip ready, we made a little something something with a short. We may need to re- recue that. We're going to recue it. 
土曜日ってますね。ス<笑>ト<笑>ラップところもすごいですね。二球目、百六十二。また更新。For the love of pink, for the love of pink, if you want to, uh, Are we back? Yes, I think we're back. Oh, my goodness. More news out of the world baseball classic. Ending overweight makes it more risky. I'm calling my doctor. For the new world baseball classic and his celebration. That's the thing. It was a celebration. 2023 season may be over. I'm not exactly sure what the injury is. He wasn't even putting weight on the leg. Isn't it funny that baseball players are always the ones getting injured in the celebration? It's complete celebration. That's not good. That's a nine-month, nine-month It's also something that only ever happened. And in my opinion, it's a very unathletic thing. What are they doing? Just jumping up and down? They're just jumping up and down there, you know, celebrating, and he goes down. He's going forth and teletending. Not a very common injury. Not a great recovery. Not a great recovery coming up for him. Marshall thinks about it. All their baseball contracts are guaranteed. Yeah, that's right. You want to get injured, right? Yeah. I have a really stupid. I have a. I have a stupid question for you guys, baseball wise. As far as the, let's say someone's watching this like me that knows football and knows nothing about baseball. What is the World Baseball Classic? Because I have no idea. So, arguably, the World Baseball Classic, some people hate it. Some people think that it is the equivalent to the Pro Bowl in that as far as how much people It's like a world showcase. They divide them out yeah. into countries. This is basically more of what people probably think of when they think of baseball in the Olympics. This is everybody goes to their country and represents their country. It's just... Okay. I mean, how many games they've won? Uh, I mean, it's it's a big tournament. It's like a, I think it's a double elimination tournament. I could be wrong. I'm probably bookering that. Uh, but it's a big tournament. And uh, where is this? Miami? Is it Miami? Miami, yeah. Florida. Yeah. You have like Dominican Republic, Japan. Yep. Yeah. in it. Britain. Great Britain's in it. Cuba. Do we have a Powerhouse of Britain. Britain baseball. I mean, I mean it, Italy? Italy's in it. I mean, it, it, there's all kinds of folks or teams in it. it it's, look, it's, they're trying to grow the game because baseball is just losing popularity amongst kids. So, I, I don't know. Is it working? I don't know. But I can tell you that <laughs> New York Mets are pissed right now. They just, they just lost their big money closer for probably the entire year. So, 
arguably, uh, you know, is it necessary? No, but everybody seems to love to go play in it. Our final two-minute take. We're hitting the links. Yes, we, we need to react to some TPC Stargrass and, and someone in those playing some lights-out golf in round four. Tell us more. Man, let me tell Look you. Scott yes, Shuffler. I mean, he is as American as cornbread and grits right here. That's like a celebratory dinner. I mean, dude, like, <laughs> right. I don't I don't know how it is that we hardly ever talk about this guy, but that's just the way, the way he is, though. He just kind of flies under the radar. He's not a flashy guy at all. I don't particularly think his game is even that flashy. He just goes out there. You know, I, he's on he's on the, uh, the Netflix series Full Swing, and he points out that winning is a skill. And I thought that was a very profound statement because I don't necessarily think his game is all that flashy, but he knows how to win. And he just goes out there and wins. That's all there is to it. Yeah, y'all, he's the most boring golf from Like, he, yeah. he is absolutely a snore fest. Even on full swing, he's the worst thing there. Like, he gets up every morning, he makes a cappuccino, and he reads his Bible. Like, it's just, it's, he's, you know when he doesn't make a cappuccino, by the way? That is when he plays golf. That gets him, like, too antsy. So he doesn't make coffee here in those days. He's got, but you're right. Like, his game isn't. Although he is one of the longest drivers on tour, he doesn't do anything bad, man. He is middle of the fairway, middle of the green. Maybe I make my putt. Maybe I don't, but I'm not making the worst in the part. I'm going to roll a few birdies in along the way, and that's all I need to do. Like, he just – he is so boring, but he is – man, he's just so consistent. He is so good, and he's going to be the favorite of the Masters. In the he totally is, you know. I mean, he. You said that, you know, his thing is it's fairways and greens, and that that will win you some majors. You know, you know, being a good putter and just hitting the green. I mean, fairways and lies crew right here. I mean, you never know what you're going to see during our downtime, guys. You never know when you hit, when you hit greens. We've always said it gives you give yourself a chance, right? And this guy in his fourth round, he buried eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, five holes in a row. It was absolutely over. Yeah. I mean, everyone up, they were sitting on the on the on the broadcast. Everyone's playing for number two, trying to get up there in the money. It's. I mean, again, like Parker said, the PGA is begging for literally anybody else to win because he is the hardest guy in the world to market. Just because he's so boring, <laughs> he really. Yeah, if he if he had a tiger personality, which is that, I know that's extreme. Let's say a Phil personality. If he had a Phil personality, he would be he'd be a hundred million dollars richer with contracts. Yeah, I mean he's, I mean he he kind of strikes me as the guy that just sits at home and eats mozzarella sticks out of the microwave. <laughs> You know, dipped in uh, marinara sauce straight out of the jar. I mean, he, he's just such a – I mean, he, don't get me wrong. He's like a dude. He kind of reminds me of Jason Duffner, except for he's got more skills than Jason Duffner, but that's the personality. It's just kind of like, meh. <laughs> like he's married to his high school sweetheart or something. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Like, come on, man. Like, you're traveling the world. Like, I don't, I don't know. Hey, but speaking of Phil, has anyone seen – this is totally off cup here, but have you seen – Phil's new advertisement. Oh, God. He can't get anything, more. right? Tell me more. If you look at Phil and he's lived tour, he's got this weird-looking little backwards falcon thing. It almost looks like a crappier version of the Tony Finau logo. 
But what it is, it's a skateboard shoe company is now who he is repping. That's his 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 shirt, his hat. It looks like a it almost looks like a weird like that eagle swastika that was back in the day. Wow. It almost like go like like pull it up. I'm serious. But it, it absolutely it just it just how hard these guys fall and how difficult it is to find um, uh, just to have, have to find find companies to back them. So right now just look it up. It's a skateboarding shoe company that Phil's main sponsor Wow. Well, we are efforting the images now. Oh, I keep, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pull it up. You probably just like Phil Mickelson and find it. It's, it's, it's just the little little wings. It really looks like the Finau logo, but like an extra, instead of the, it's like a two F backwards. Um, let's see if you can find it. Let's see. Trying to find the. Uh... Here, while you look, I may freeze. I'm going to pull up X Factor, where is it? Oh, lots and lots of cookies. Yeah, that's kind of that's the whole point. Think how difficult it is to find this. Uh, is it one of these? It's just like trying to find live golf on your TV. It's impossible. It's absolutely awful. Well, yeah, I should have had that ready for you. I, I didn't. I didn't think about it. Yeah, see how difficult. Yeah, I can't even find the, the freaking company that he reps. Well, I'll, I'll send it out on Twitter just because that was just kind of random. I was thinking about it since I said Phil, but this is the point. This right here, what you're doing right now is the entire point of what I'm trying to make. Like, like you can't even find. You can't even find it. Answer, maybe? I mean, this, I don't is, even, this is impossible. Yeah, I, I would pull up a work this hard to find. If you type in, I don't, I don't know if it's on Twitter. If you could type in Phil Mickelson logo, or Phil Mickelson, that, Phil Mickelson skateboard, maybe. Uh, I don't yeah, have no idea. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing Phil Mickelson skateboard sponsor logo, <laughs> and I literally cannot find it. <laughs> no. Look, I mean, look, they don't even give me any more images. It's buried in the oh, sand. Long filled balls. <laughs> I got, yeah, I, I got nothing. Girl, hit us up. This is just so it's it is so exhausting trying to even keep up with anything to do with the live tour. Uh, I think they should just have like a instead of the masters. Instead of a par three contest, they should put a ring in the middle of the 18th fairway at Augusta. And they should have like a battle royale between the live tour guys and the tour guys. And we'll just see who comes out on top. Now, do you get paid for winning before you play or do you have to actually win? Win. This is a, this is a uh, merit-based battle royale. <laughs> So players, you know what? The live guys may not even show up. May not even show up. But we'll see. Don't know. Well, what else we got? Is that it? That, we got? that is our final pod for a minute. We're going to take a DBS spring break. Mm-hmm. We'll uh, continue pumping out some shorts. Yep. We'll stay interactive with everybody on Twitter. Yep. 
I think this is it for a couple of weeks. Yeah, it'll be it'll be a few weeks here, two, three, four weeks. Uh, we'll keep you posted on everything uh, on Twitter and uh, all of our social media. Uh, we'll be pumping out the shorts, like Newberry said, just to keep everybody uh, abreast of all that's going on in this football offseason. And, you know, hockey's getting ramped up. Nashville FC is getting ramped up. Um, college baseball's going. Tennessee baseball's absolutely murdering folks right now. We'll have some zingers there, too. Uh, and we'll just see. We'll see what happens there. We, we have some other fun videos for you that we put out along the way. I know that Parker's been teasing for a while. For Parker's prospect. Yes. Uh, be on the lookout for those. Hopefully that'll be next week. They should be, they should be very, very interesting to see because I know he's been uh, chomping at the hip for that. Uh, but anyway, guys, before you leave today, yeah. down below, hit that like and subscribe button for us. Really appreciate you guys. We are the dudes discussing sports. Check us out on all of our social media, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at DDS Sports Talk. And you can download the audio versions of these podcasts on your favorite podcasting platform. It's Newberry's favorite part of the show. It is time for Final Thoughts. My Final Thoughts. Ladies and guys, Parker, today is 316 day, and who do I think of? The one, the only, the Hall of Famer, Stone Cold, Steve Austin, formerly the WWF, WWE, he's out there giving stunners to the CEO, Vince McMahon, he gave a stunner to former President Donald Trump, he gave stunners to The Rock, who's bouncing around everywhere, drinking beer, left and right, I don't necessarily promote his Stone IPA. Oh God, that was pretty bad. That was all. Yeah, I, I think I think he could have done better there for sure. Uh, I have a little. That's my little final thoughts. Shout out to Three Sixteen Day and Stone Cold Steve Austin. Should have had IPA with you. No, 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 no. I, I don't allow him to have that around me. I'm, I'm now searching for the uh, the broken skull. Just the regular model. I'll have one of those soon. All right. Gentlemen, I would like, I know I'm at Buffalo Wild Wings. It's been a while, but it's time to go back to Poetry Corner with AJ Brown on Twitter. And this happened yesterday. It happened within an, all these tweets I'm about to read happened within an hour of each other. And I will start. It's a little long. Sorry, fellas. It's not me. It's AJ Brown. Start. Quote Grapefruits greater than oranges. People don't really like grapefruits. Watermelon is trash. It doesn't even have a taste for real. Pineapples are okay. Strawberries are mid. Grapes are my fave besides blackberries. Fun fact, when I get sick, I eat high vibration foods such as fruit and drink a lot of water and don't take no medicine. The body will heal itself. We don't need medicine to get better. That's just what you're told. Shruggy face. Mangoes, straight. I'm a green type of apple guy. Vegetables? Broccoli goes with every meal. Broccolini, spinach, cauliflower, asparagus, Brussels sprouts, corn, green beans, greens, cabbage greater than zucchini, squash. Oh. <laughs> he was giving, no, no, did we lose him? He was giving the whole Thanksgiving. <sighs> I don't know. We may we may have lost Parker there. Wait, but my bad. There he is. There you are. You said we, squash. Lost, we lost you at zucchini. zucchini. 
Oh, oh, okay, wait, wait. I was almost done. I was almost yeah. done. So, go, yeah, zucchini, squash, cucumbers. Guys, he went through this entire rant as we we talked about how the Eagles had to win last year or it's done because they're going to lose all their players. Literally was going through all this while all their players were getting ravaged off the team. And then he capped it off with the reason why I took everyone down a fruit and vegetables rabbit hole is because everyone needs to relax. We're going to be fine, LOL. Everybody's so anxious about what's about to happen. And I made you all think about fruit, LOL. Perspective, people. Perspective, people. What in this, the hell? <laughs> this man oh, spent an hour tweeting out about fruits and vegetables because of how bad this Eagles team is losing players left and right. And I'm just all—I'm here for it. We, I talked about it all last year. If you were going to win last year, it was last year because you're done. And he is obviously, obviously, very worried about it. <laughs> Gracious! All right, I'm going to uh, for my final thought. I'm going to share a little uh, little video here from Twitter about our buddy Jalen Carter and his pro pro day that was, uh, shall we say, lackluster. This is him uh, hitting the bags. Oh, boy. Oh, man. He really got after it. A lot of effort here. Look at this effort. Look at good form. Lots of snap. Lots of really good direction change. Uh, it was said that he did not even complete all of the drills because of cramps. Wait a minute. This is slow, though, right? No. I, I have already... Had the I had the text message from earlier. I told Brad and Matthew that I think you guys could do this faster than he's doing it right here, and definitely with more effort. It's like up oh. now. He's like, nope, I'm I'm done with this. I want to go home. Uh, not a very good looking pro day, you know. Newberry, we talked about it earlier. I don't know why. If that's all the effort you're going to put out, why do you even do it? Just don't even do it. Just let your college tape speak for itself. Now this is on tape. <laughs> Bad business decision. It is, and it's going to stick with them for a while because uh, these scouts, they put a lot of weight into these kinds of things. So uh, <laughs> A lot of weight. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> you heard, there we go. You heard him right mm. there. So now his conditioning is officially on the radar. But anyways, guys, really appreciate you joining us uh, all season long. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, like we said. Uh, we will be back, though, here in a few weeks. Be on the lookout for Parker's prospects coming up here leading up to the NFL draft. We'll also be draw dropping all kinds of fun little shorts and other types of videos along the way. But as far as full-form short shows, we will be back here in a few weeks. Uh, but as always, forever and always, it is two tone all the way. Stone cold, you go. stone you guys cold. Be well. Yeah.